Happy holidays. And welcome to the Material Podcast, episode number 340, recorded during that kind of weird, not exactly on earth time between Christmas and New Year's for most of us. I'm your host, Florence Ion, and I'm joined here by Andy Anako. Hi, Andy. May the merry bells be ringing. Happy holidays to you. I've been. I'm keeping it going. <laughs> I know. I, I've I've actually fallen behind on my like Christmas viewing because I I got I, I I don't know why I got into this jag of like looking for old Christmas specials like really obscure ones and downloading them and adding them to my uh, my Plex library. I, th- I think because it's pa- fun. It's fun. It's cool. It's also also uh, you keep. I keep modifying, finding better solutions for organizing my media library. And so a few months ago, I added like an entire library just for specials. And so now that I actually have like a directory for holiday specials, it's like if it exists and it's holiday related, I must have it. But there, but, but also it's weird. Like we, uh, we, we dis we discover and cherish and develop our own like holiday traditions as we as we as we accrue experience points through time where i don't th- mm-hmm. I, I i don't think that anybody ever like kind of got into the you know what yeah that's fine let's go into the living room and we'll have an older relative read the night before christmas to us because it is 1903 and this is how <laughs> we consume mass media but the, but the, but then there's something about like every year like uh, every year the the SCTV Christmas special like an episode of SCTV where it's all about like the office party at like Second City Television mm-hmm. and uh, Darlene Love singing Christmas baby please come home at the on the on on the Letterman show uh also the also the weird thing I, I would I would not have predicted this, but see every every year, <laughs> every year in the Letterman show there'd be the late the the late show quarterback challenge, in which there would be for reasons that you'd have to have have been on on board from the very very beginning. Uh, the Christmas tree, like on the Letterman show set, used to have a a. a a meatball on the top of it, like an actual like meatball like on the top okay. of it and for okay. reasons that again it would be a 50 minute story uh one year like the one year like they wound up like throwing footballs to try to knock the meatball off the top of the tree and it became a beloved holiday tradition like every year uh the same guest would come on tell his lone ranger story and then like they would get the he and david letterman would like chuck footballs at the top of the tree because it was like the last Christmas last show before like the Christmas break and try to see who could knock the meatball off the top and bizarrely like the first year it's like oh okay they're doing that again the second year like oh cool they're doing a tradition and then years four and four and later it's like it's not Christmas until I've I've seen David Letterman try to chuck the chuck the meatball off the top of the tree come come children gather around tonight's the night when the Dave Letterman quarterback Christmas quarterback challenges that that's what I'm talking about and so when you get these when you find when you wind wind up collecting all of these old shows uh, particularly like the the ones that are so lame that they're actually cool again like the, the the ones from the '60s where everybody has these forced, like, prisoner of war smiles, 
<laughs> it's the most mm. wonderful time. It's, and you know mm-hmm. that they're filming this in like late July and like half of the people who are like dressed up in these huge like Victorian coats walking through this fake snow, like what waving to each other. They're like, oh, thank goodness I get to like renew my, my Burbank. Yeah. Yeah. Like <laughs> and 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 you know that like they're being like yelled at because you're, they're not yet. They're not smiling enough and they're not like enjoying the roasted chestnuts enough. And there was a time where it was lame and that was the sort of thing you would make fun of on television. And now it's mm-hmm. like, oh, I kind I kind of like that. It is like very it's not ironic. It's not sarcastic. It is just again, it, it helps is help. If, it helps if it's John Denver and the Muppets. Oh my goodness! So anyway, so that's that, so that's where I've been. I'm almost caught up. Uh, I think I've got two more to get through. I still have not seen uh, How the Grinch Stole Christmas, but that's that's on cue. I've got that uh, ripped from Blu-ray, so we've got that in HD. You know what? I'm I'm proud of you for keeping it going because I just couldn't. I I barely. You know, it turns out. Speaking of Plex, that when we did the whole Plex upgrade to whatever the new UI is now, I haven't even had a chance to do anything with it since the whole new UI came through. So. It's been a while. <laughs> and my 90210 Christmas playlist has just been completely scrubbed. <laughs> I cannot log into my username for whatever reason. It wasn't on my husband's profile. And so it became this whole thing Christmas morning where I was just like, well, I just don't have my episodes of 90210. <laughs> it can't. It's just Christmas. Can't happen. So I think what I'm going to do this 2022 because just the season, I guess now to make the resolutions, let's say, and I'm not making, by the way, any resolutions. The only look back that we're going to do is here on this podcast today, looking <laughs> back in Google. I'm, I'm not looking back at this wretched year. <laughs> Something might be catching up. <laughs> mm-hmm. But what I am going to do, two things I am going to do. First, I'm going to take itinerary of what I need to replace of the Christmas decorations next year. <laughs> And then I'm going to work on the playlists. I'm going back to work on that. We need to get our personal library resituated. The disaster that happened on Christmas morning, it was just, you know how there's just some things in life where when they happen, when they quote unquote go wrong, you're just like, oh God, this is it. This means that I have been suffering. (laughs) Like My life has not been on the rails. It's been completely off the rails. And that's how I feel with us not having our playlists at the ready. And I know it sounds such like such a nerd prerequisite for living, but <laughs> but that's, you know, it's just one of those little things that uh, other nerds listening will understand. No, I I I totally get that. There's there is uh, there's a core playlist that you uh, there there are a few core playlists that c- accompany you through life. So much mm-hmm. so that it's kind of hard to like hear one song without anticipating another song coming up a couple of slots later. Like to 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 this to this day, uh, I, I can't hear watching the detectives uh, by Elvis Costello without mm-hmm. anticipating this noise that happens about thirty seconds before the end of it. Because mm-hmm. when I made this in my first really really awesome mixtape as a kid, it was with one of those boom boxes with two tape yes. decks. And I unfortunately like I I knocked like the button that basically turns on like the turns on like the microphone. And so Mm -hmm. I accidentally so you basically hear me scrambling to like get that switch back off again to get the ambient noise off. And so unfortunately that is so and because that was the the, that was like my go to tape for every single daily use. It's like now that is like totally 
ejected every single other version of watching the detectives. I can't even, it's not correct unless I hear that. I still, I I still hear. And again, there are lots of songs where I know what song comes after this. If I, if I'm hearing and your bird can sing by the Beatles and uh, the queen of the night, second aria from the magic flute does not come immediately after it. Mm -hmm. I don't necessarily expect it, but it's like, Oh, that's right. That's supposed to come after that because there was a mixtape in which I put, from the Amadeus soundtrack, that track right after that. And yeah, so it, it really does burrow its way into our nervous system and kind of it's 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 like having that one sweater that like you always it's you'll, you'll have for life. You'll always patch it. You'll always take care of it yes. because it's the one that, you know, you, it fits you perfectly. You know, every single unraveled part of it. It makes you feel good when you're wearing it for reasons above and beyond how well it fits and how warm it makes <sighs> you feel. It's so funny because I actually did that today with, so, you know, I come from, listen, I had tapes, but I come more from the era of CDs and CD changers. (laughs) And so I had a six CD changer, which back in the day was like, wow, Flo, what a great birthday present you got. And this morning I had my run through of the albums that I used to have, like always on rotation in that CD changer because I just needed you know, the week again between Christmas and New Year's and we're working. So it's like, uh, you need, you need a little more extra comfort and, you know, cushion at this time of year. So it's just kind of nice to have that playlist from 1997, just like (laughs) barreling in the background. Um, And as you know, I'm always testing new stuff. So I'm testing a new smart display right now. So good excuses any to get some albums going (laughs) my goodness it's it's wild humans are wild the things that connect us Yeah, we, we are a weird species. I mean, look look at all the effort that we have to go through in order to like play the video games we enjoyed just 10 years ago. Like the in almost almost superhuman effort to like, well, what if we like buy a special retro game console just so we can play like like Super Mario Land? Oh. Or what if what if, what if we buy the get, get this emulator because it's 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 this the it we're we're face we have problems that previous generations never had. That the thing is a movie you enjoyed as a kid it'll always be available in some way, shape or form. Okay. Cause it's just light through celluloid and you can translate that to pretty much anything else, any album that you can do that too. The problem is when you get into like games where no, 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 this was written for the Commodore 64, which doesn't exist anymore. Like you can buy them sort of used, but they don't really work anymore. So for this art form to continue to survive to, to future generations, we have to actually build this frankenstein monster we, we need a box for this soul to inhabit Andy, and the fact have you been on tiktok so lately because <laughs> look i know i know tiktok has the reputation that it does <laughs> and i don't blame folks for knowing it as such the thing that it is but tiktok can actually uh it's it's such a an interesting mix of things because on my side of the algorithm i'm getting ser- served a lot of like what is now considered vintage tech even though i can like <laughs> recall exactly where i was sitting when i was using the exact thing that they are showing right. but it's now becoming like a thing where you go to thrift stores and you hunt for old tech and then you like fix it up you put it on tiktok you know you show yourself like inserting that cd into like the compact whatever version number computer it is like playing the whatever version of doom <laughs> it's <laughs> it's kind of phenomenal and at the same time, 
overt because <laughs> it's like yeah. now I know where to go if I want to see some, you know, extremely uh, 1996 manicure scroll through. <laughs> Do we have iPods in 1996? Yeah, whatever. Late 90s scrolling through an iPod, like click wheel. You know, it's just, yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, it's boy. So, so, so long as it doesn't turn into damn nostalgia. That's the, that's the one thing I cannot abide. Like there, I, I do, I do have a lot of subscriptions to like vintage tech, like YouTube channels, but mostly it's because the people who are trying to explain, well, here's exactly how, uh, some, some mad person has, uh, has created a version of Sonic the Hedgehog with all levels, all music, ever everything that runs on the Commodore sixty four, which That's is amazing. <laughs> a, and, yeah, the the only and the only extra hard it needs an, it needs a memory pack like memory expansion pack, but nothing that wasn't available like to Commodore sixty four owners like right, at the time. So, so you could you could send this mm-hmm. back in time on a floppy disk and it would actually run. And so I you don't you don't get to <laughs> where you, are you, Marty McFly? <laughs> I know it's but but it's like would have blown everybody's mind. Like you can't you can't make music like that. You can't have more than sixteen colors. You can't have animation that that's that, that goes that quickly. And so I I enjoy these channels that are like here's exactly how the memory banks work. Here's how they're actually getting this to work. And here's here's what the project was like. And here's mm-hmm. the limitations that they're trying to get around. What I don't like is I still rem- I still have like childhood memories of uh, one of the best lessons I ever learned from PBS was from all of these like pledge week sort of specials of like uh uh when i think the i think it's when like the i don't know if it was baby it must have been baby boomers where it was like uh, all, all like the doo-wop all the doo-wop groups of the 1950s where like it would be like a, a 90 minute special of like a collection of doo-wop people from the from groups from the 60s now like in their in their 60s and 70s in nice tuxedos uh, uh, performing to an audience of people who are in their like maybe 10 years younger than the band and all of the stuff was like it's not like hey wow this is actually really great music it's always will be great music because it was great music to begin with it was like hey remember the 50s the tail fins on the cars elvis on the jukebox at the at your favorite diner it's like i don't remember any of that because i wasn't born for 20 years but also if i had if i don't i'd never want to say hey remember the 80s swatch watches on your wrist a walkman on your belt it's like i do remember that because i did live through that but however it does it does i don't i i can enjoy i will enjoy the eurythmics any day of the week but I don't need to like relive. Well, remember the those orange orange ear pads that are on the original Walkman? Like, yes, I do. What's your point? Like, remember them? Again, I, I do recall. I didn't own them myself, but I did see them around. Yeah. It's like this is n- what sucks n- you on TikTok. Nostalgia is like just terrible. It ain't always for it. Is enjoy the thing for what it is. Don't like don't don't enjoy it because. You want to be teleported back to a place in time that never existed in the first place that you think is better than like where you are right now. It's like as I look up at the sky. <laughs> <laughs> okay, par- parts of it were better because people that people that maybe are like being jerks in your life were not in your life at that point. But still, my point stands. Well, you know, I feel like this is a very apt conversation for us to have on a podcast where we're talking about the look back. <laughs> and <sighs> at least at least here on this podcast, we'll be looking back at not our own <laughs> nostalgia, but I guess the nostalgia of the year 2021 
in the world of Google. I, I, I hope I, I hope that neither of us raised. has done so much drugs or alcohol that we have to be, hey, remember March of 2021? <laughs> remember, like, actually, not really. I just, uh, I, I think I took a nap for three weeks during that. It just, I got this box in the mail. It's kind it's, of felt like that. Okay, true. Well, that's been for, that's been the past <laughs> two years, but that we have... We we have we have nothing to do with that. That's that's the world that we're living in temporarily. Hopefully, temporarily. Sorry, guys. It is what it is, man. Yes. But that's what happens when you're looking back at 2021. So we will discuss the Google things that we used and enjoyed. There will be some posy vibes going yes. on here. What's what's past also, is prologue, as we will find out this year. Mm-hmm. And we will look forward to 2022 because it's literally around the corner. This is the last episode of the year 2021, and the next time you will be hearing from us, it will be a new year. Mm. I always think about it that way. It makes it seem so much more lofty than it is. <laughs> and I I just want to, before we go into a quick break, I just want to say, I have no idea which New Year's special I'm going to watch. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I always watch one, but I'm just not sure where I'm going to go with this year. I'm not sure if I have the stomach for Andy Cohen and uh, Anderson Cooper this year. I'm not oh, sure. That, oh, is that that who Kathy Griffith like made cleared out and made room for? Sandy oh, Cohen Lord. Up? Yeah. They're listen, they're hilarious together, Andy and Anderson, because they're like BFFs, but I am also in it for the music acts. Okay. So like I'm trying to see, you know, who's performing with Omicron. <laughs> <laughs> like, like are we performing on roofs again like we were last year? Because that worked out for me. I watched BTS performing on a roof in New York City. Like okay. it was fine. <laughs> I don't know. Looking don't out know. upon their domain, all these lands are ours. <laughs> I mean, listen, K-pop. What is it like? The number three earner. BTS is like the number three earner uh, in all of South Korea. <laughs> uh, I'll I'll let you guys know what I end up what I end up with. It could just be the Matrix. <laughs> this point because i haven't watched it yet i see I, i'm not even sure i can name like a new year's eve like live special anymore it's like i do well, you know me in the pop culture andy you true, know how true. i like i'm still into it like it's again we're in the 90s here i still treat it like it's 99 see I, I, well see also my problem is that again getting back this isn't nostalgia but this is a very potent memory but like uh, mm-hmm. the the New York, New Dick Clark's Rockin' New Year's Eve or whatever. Yes. So I I have distinct memories as a child. Sharon, I think that's her name. Sharon Tweez. She was like the on the love boat. She was the cruise director. I okay. I remember. I have clear memories of her being. I didn't understand it at the time, but in retrospect, coked up out of her mind i remember oh, yeah. at the time being a kid thinking I like just googled her wow she 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 seems kind of, i don't is she does she have a cold or something she seems very very out of it and uh, and say <laughs> like, hey oh, yeah. do you want us here some punk funk well we've got some <laughs> punk funk it was like must have been like 82 83 and then she introduced kiss and even i realized they're not punk they're they're also not funk they're they're like they're they're barely even metal (laughs) oh my god oh my god it's this it's it's wild andy we gotta go we gotta go to the future we can't keep looking back let's let's take a quick break i'm sure she's doing fine now i I, she she was fired from the show because again for non-unrelated really she's still alive i'm sure she's doing (laughs) fine i'm sure she she had a rough time she's in twin peaks she was in twin peaks the new series there you go the revived see she's employable 
That's all we can ask. That's good all we can her. hope for. Good for good, good for her. her. Excellent. That's good all we her. can hope for. All right. We'll be right back. Well, despite the pandemic, which is still continuing on, Google actually had like quite a year of things, quite a year of releases, built up a lot of hype around <laughs> its devices. Um, and I would say that overall, um, I'm not sure that I'm ready to put a grade on it, but I would say overall it had a relatively above average year. <laughs> I, I would In say so. In terms of device releases. No, absolutely. It's the, the, the thing that really struck me was that you could talk about their hardware releases without like using it as sort of like the yin to Apple's yang. Without saying, you know, you know, they give the, give Google credit. They did ship a, a phone. However, unlike the, <laughs> it's like, no, no, no. Actually, for on, on many, many different fronts, they shipped things, products, services, ideas that were actually really, really cool and deserved actually got attention. They actually, they actually seem to understand this year that you have to tell people about the things that you're doing and sort of encourage them to like get excited about it and buy it. Oh, and did it work? And of course, I speak anecdotally, but it was the first time in a long time that I heard people in my life mention that they were excited to buy the Pixel 6. And <laughs> lo and behold, it was such a, it was such a, I, again, anecdotally, it sold so well that you can't freaking find it anywhere. I mean, I did not buy it for my mom, as I said on the last podcast. Um, now I don't know if she's going to get it because I did just basically give her cash, but it's not here nor there. Uh, the Pixel 6 Pro ended up being a an all-around great flagship yeah. for Google. Something that an enthusiast can really sink their teeth into. Um, I do wonder, though, and I feel, Andy, that you had a very similar thought about this, that Android 12 is still mm, feeling out its feeling out its position in the world. Yeah, I mean, th there there are a lot of great stuff. Uh, uh, Google promised a lot of like uh, over the past couple of years, they have been they've heard the message that we need to trust you a lot more than we did in 2019, Google. Mm. So why why can't you be more like your your cousin Apple and actually have like privacy and security features that are easily accessible and easy to understand and seem to be proactive as opposed to a PR <laughs> a PR stunt. And so those that part of of Android 12 I really really enjoyed. I was I'm still trying to figure out why like Material U was like going to be their big. We're going to have bus posters explaining about how cool the new version of the Material design language is because it's a little different. It's a little nicer, but I don't feel as though it's like has this it's formed this psychic bond between me my aesthetic desires and my intentions to create a personalized experience I'm not even using it i'm on yeah. the one plus it's not even with me currently i mean granted i am still on android 11 on that phone but uh i don't feel the need to rush out and upgrade to android 12 just quite yet and i'm definitely at least in in my bubble i am seeing a lot of complaints complaints uh, maybe complaints is too harsh. Gripes? Belly aching. Concerns. Belly aching. Let's say belly aching because you can fix that with a tablet or something, right? So Ginger chews. <laughs> Ginger chews. Yes. Andy's right. They help a lot, by the way. Um, you were right. Andy, by the way, 
Mona was having some tummy aches and Andy was very kind to send a message and suggest ginger chews. And yes, Andy, you were right. A little ginger helped her little tummy. Yes. Anyway, neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> yes, the Pixel 6 Pro. Yeah, I, uh, I've, we've, we've talked about it a lot. Maybe we don't have to talk another 15 minutes no. about it. But, but I could. I still, <laughs> I, I still enjoy it. Um, I'm still... I'm 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 not sure it's it's the 29th as we record this so technically speaking Google could still deliver the December pixel feature drop technically in December um I'm not really all that confident I'm going to get it uh, I have worn out like the lettering on the check for update button yes I know it's a, <laughs> it's a graphical thing that's not but darn darn it I actually managed to do it they they that's oh god if I if I work for Google if I could get this change, like put in, like just underneath the radar, you would find out that oh my god, I have checked this button so much that there actually seems to be actual visible wear on like the center of this button. <laughs> I can actually start to see like circuits behind the screen. I've been tapping this check for update button, uh, but other but other than that, I get still very very happy with it. I'm I'm looking forward to a couple of tweaks to the camera maybe, but uh, for uh, I will say to my great relief because I. I've it's been years since I've spent this much on a phone. I've been in like mid range phones for years before that, waiting for something that really got me excited about buying a premium phone. And if this phone had stunk, I would have been very, very disappointed in myself. But uh, yeah, I'm very, very happy with it. Happy with the picture it's taking. Happy it's it it had that wonderful effect where I still have my uh, Pixel Four A. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I, I'm using it for a couple of different things. So it's still like on the charger, but I only like, um, I only have it in my hand once a week and now it feels tiny. It feels like, it feels like this is the tiny phone and the pixel six pro is the normal sized phone. So I'm yeah, happy. That. I like a tiny phone, but I also like a big phone, but then the pixel six pro feels gargantuan. So I'm going to try and give the pixel six a little spin for a while. See how that feels, but overall good, but overall across the board, good marks for Google for its smartphones. Um, Had a couple other accessories that came out with the Pixel. So the Pixel Buds Series A turned out to be quite the compelling $100 product. A lot of people got them and liked them. It's it's the sleeper of the year, and I think I think it hits a it's hits a sweet spot for a couple of reasons. Number one, ninety nine bucks, which means that this is not going to be like the third set of like three hundred dollar wireless mm-hmm. earbuds, which I will lose one of them down a down a subway grate or for or and, and, and losing it in the wash. It's happened. It's yeah, exactly. It's it's uh, it's it, it. They they sound fine. I can certainly tell the difference between that and like my Sony like uh, noise canceling earbuds, but certainly absolutely fine it's the fact that they are so darn comfortable in my ear that i can't i i enjoy the sound of the sony's but i'm not going to keep them in my ear like more longer mm-hmm. than wherever it takes me to listen to whatever i want to listen to and if i'm going out for my long walk i'm always afraid that especially when i'm taking a mask on and off that i'm just going to flick it off my ear and then you have to go look for it so yeah it's i it's it's just it's it's almost apple like it's like not the hmm. because Apple always had the uh, always had the reputation of you won't necessarily be the first to get this feature, but when we release this, the feature the, the feature that it does have will be so compelling and so well designed at every single point that you won't you won't wish that you had noise cancellation. And this is exactly what I, where I am with the Pixel Series A. I got them for free because uh, I pre ordered, but hmm. I would def- if I lost one of them, I would run out and buy another set right away. Maybe I should buy a set. 
I'll think about it. I'm curious. I'm, you know, everybody keeps talking about them. And I, as much as I like my Galaxy Buds too, I, um, you guys are selling me on them. So I don't know. I'll think about it. I will say for anybody out there who is looking to some security cameras, I have to say, I really did like what Google did with its Nest cameras this year. It completely overhauled the whole lineup. It launched four new cameras. We have the indoor Nest camera, which is a hundred bucks. There's an outdoor Nest camera, which is battery powered. There's also a floodlight camera, which I have on loan, but I have not installed because a floodlight is a lot, a floodlight camera. <laughs> um, and my house is old. It's I'm still like figuring all these kinks in it. And then the doorbell that actually Andy ended up buying, the Nest wireless doorbell. And let's not forget, by the way, that Google said it was going to do a wired doorbell, a new one, next year, 2022. Mm. So... There's still one little smart home overhaul to do, but after that, the whole lineup will have been refreshed. And uh, now it does on device. It stores all the facial recognition on device. So you don't have to worry about anything getting sent to the cloud. Yeah. There's so much I liked about the wireless doorbell as an aside wasn't until like I had it for a little while that I realized that, wow, they really got a whole design language going here. That yes. the, the 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 rechargeable doorbell. It looks like the remote on my uh, yes. on, on my Google Chromecast, yes. and the and the Google Chromecast looks like my the, the case for my Pixel Bud Series A. Yes. And it's, it's it's not a selling point, but that does make you feel kind of satisfied that okay, at least it reminds you that yes, they are talking inside Google's like design departments. They are mm-hmm. talking between each other. <laughs> They're not just like competing with this each other on all deck. fronts. All of these different shapes, they were in a deck and they were all like corresponding with one another. And it really does. I mean, it adds to the aesthetic when you have all these things that are matching. And I I get it. And I understand. Listen, we can't lie to ourselves and say that we don't buy tech based on aesthetics. We cannot. And I will say that I enjoy Google's aesthetics. I enjoy the look of the new Nest Cam. And by the way, they use an actual real wood base. I had mistakenly said it was faux wood in the beginning, and um, that's my bad. <laughs> I guess I didn't believe that you could just put real wood on a product for some reason. Well, it gives you an opportunity for a follow-up. Google contributes to the decimation of forests by using okay, actual no. – <laughs> Instead of using vegan wood like any <laughs> – Listen, we already know all that uh, – 2022, so much sustainability talk. It's coming. <laughs> It's coming. What else did we like from Google this year? Okay, well, I, I was—I I had to actually rewind to remind myself how much I loved the the, the 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 greatest, biggest, probably most expensive and most ambitious Google Doodle of all time, the Google the Google Doodle Champion Island Games. I game. forgot the Olympics were yes. this summer. That's why. Right, and they and they didn't. You know, you're used to you're used to these little like mini games where oh look it's it's Halloween so you get the duck is the the the, the kitty cat is a is a is a is learning to be a witch and so you here you have to like get get the kitty cat to like uh swipe swipe in directions to do these incantation spells and it's fun for like a good five or ten minutes and then maybe because you're really bored you were you, you try to beat your score this was like I would have paid thirty bucks for this game because it was just level after level after level after level and they kept and with original animation original soundtracks uh, it was an homage to like Japanese I, I don't know the technical term for it but an actual category of games that were created uh, originally in Japan 
and it was just kept getting more and more compelling. And the and the thing is still up. It's not as though like they 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 pulled the plug of the infrastructure mm-hmm. as soon as it was gone. You could still if, if you if you go to the URL, uh, I'll the, link it in the show notes. Please do because if you missed out on this, you missed out on something. You're gonna you're gonna have you're gonna have some. You, there's probably still a couple of holy days of familial obligation coming to you for the next week. This is gonna see you through a couple of things when you that that room inside the house or like back down by the shed where you can sneak off to when you just can't for the next year I, I just I, I just can't anymore and i just need a half hour to myself this is a good this is a good time good good thing to, to use that 30 minutes for can i mention that google tv moving on by the way can i mention that google tv was really good this year just the updates that they added to it i really felt like i found my tv platform and I'm not just saying that because I already have like Chromecasts loaded throughout the entire house, but it really kind of brought together the whole ecosystem of like living under the Google umbrella. And I see it for the vision that it is and I can appreciate it. But also I have to say, if you have old hardware, it's not as a pleasurable of an experience. So that's kind yeah. of still something that is um, like a slow TV interface really takes away from the experience. Yeah, especially because you're kind of in like flick mode where I just I just look yeah. next, 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 next. I, I will say that I, I still got my Google Chromecast on the bedroom TV. I'm starting to th- I hope they come up with an upgrade that adds more memory because I think that mm-hmm. it's not the, it's not the most reliable thing in the world. Like my my Nvidia Shield is one hundred percent reliable all the time. No, no wonder because it's not a forty dollar thing; it's like a hundred and fifty dollar thing. Yeah. But but I, but I think that if you added more memory, more application memory to the Google Chromecast with Google TV, the, the number of times where I've had like a pro uh, an app lock up on me or uh, having problems switching uh, yep. uh, switching audio sources. Oh the oh the other thing is I'm still shocked that you can't just simply say hi Chromecast. You are you are a Chromecast dongle made by Google, <laughs> and I have a Chromecast speaker also made by Google Nest that I would like to use as my speaker for the, for this audio. Could you please yeah. just cast the audio to this thing? It's it seems bizarre because there there are times when I've got the uh, I, I'm I'm I've got my Chromebook. I'm casting from the Chromebook to the TV, and then the TV. The, the the dongle on the TV is Bluetooth connecting to uh, the Nest the, the uh, Nest display like on the nightstand that I use as my like after eleven p.m. like bedside speaker, and so it, it's it, that's a very very complicated chain of wireless connections. It still shocks me that I can't just simply say, by the way, your output is going to be this Chromecast device, and it, uh, it's it just it just doesn't make sense. I'm 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 hoping that at some point we find out there is this savage deeply angry technical reason why it could never happen and that if they had if they could rewrite the entire chromecast stack from the ground up they would have not have made this mistake that made it impossible to do this but if because if it's just that oh well that would take we need like to put someone on it for like three days and we don't want to it's like no 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 so i might I, i am thinking about upgrading to an nvidia shield for the bedroom only because the times when it becomes annoying that this chromecast is not working correctly it's annoying enough that's like, yeah, I'm not – it's 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 midnight or it's 1 a.m. I'm finally getting into bed. I'm going to – it's going to take me an hour to cool down before I can go to sleep. I don't mm-hmm. need to de- – I don't need to be debugging something or I don't need to be using a workaround. Just give me the – just give me my <sighs> damn exactly, entertainment. 
exactly what happened on Christmas morning. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. I know. It's okay. Next year, uh, we learn. You live. You learn. That song is so good. Before we get away from this, I, I, I do want to say that this is not a yes. product. This is not necessarily – it's service-related. I have to mm-hmm. say that I was very, very pleased by the, the news that uh, in Australia that Google Wing delivery drones were being attacked and brought down by ravens. I was ravens. also pleased. During nesting season. Nature finds a way. <laughs> exactly. It's like, you know, you know what? It's, there's something about analog neuron-based computing that will always take down the most most expensive and well-thought-out piece of digital engineering. Uh, at, uh, we do have an update on that. As of a couple of weeks ago, uh, nesting season is over. And so they've resumed <laughs> wing delivery drones. As a matter of fact, I think they said that the deliveries have gone up 600% over the over 2021. So this pilot program of delivery of coffee and burritos uh, and I think I think drugs as well uh, in this section of Australia is working out very well. Uh, but the, the idea of just I, I, Google absolutely did the right thing by saying, oh, well, they're being attacked, like not because not because ravens are jerks, but because it's nesting season and they see a perceived mm-hmm. threat to their young. Absolutely fair. We're going to we're going to suspend the program for that. I would have really, really enjoyed if like they would have to hire on new people whose entire jam on this project is we have to be able to we, we, we have to be able to like take evasive we need someone to develop evasive maneuvers for these drones like no offensive capability whatsoever but just like what we've been we've we've got we've we've our radar has has uh, we've got locked on radar from a raven at 12 o'clock <laughs> we we need to go into a defensive steep dive. delivering exactly <laughs> <sighs> all right well we're gonna take a quick break and then when we get back we'll talk a little more about google and review but the other side of the coin yes well 2021 started very interesting for google workers so in terms of let's say the labor movements (laughs) there were actually a lot of things that happened internally this past year um did you know, fair listener, that Google Googlers actually managed to form the company's first union this year in 2021, uh, which is pretty interesting considering the fact that we still have headlines coming through uh, regarding Google's institutional treatment of women and people of color. Uh, let's not forget also that last year, 2020, since we're still doing this in 2021, were the firings of Timnit Gebru and Margaret Mitchell. And that is actually carried over to this year in 2021 to bring hostility in the workplace. And um, I do believe that they are still, this is still uh, being contested in court, if There's- I'm not mistaken yeah, there there's still a couple of different actions going on you'll remember that uh, just a few weeks ago uh not not uh, related to these firings but another set of firings uh, of uh, uh google uh, employee organizers were fired uh they were uh, they they filed a lawsuit against google claiming that well look you fire we fi- uh, you fired us because in retaliation for us organizing uh protests against like uh, the uh, department of defense work uh and right. uh, and uh, dps works god uh, that feels weak like weeks ago <laughs> right exactly and so we were we we signed we signed an agreement when you hired us that we would we would honor the don't be evil pledge and basically we were just doing what you told us to by pointing out that you're they were making us do stuff that was evil so we're suing you 
So these are there, there's a whole it's just there's a whole bunch of stuff that like it's like 2020. We can do like 2022, the year in review, based a lot on like preambles from that uh, that we experienced in 2021 and things that are definitely ongoing processes like like labor that's going to continue to be a difficulty because i think google is definitely in a period of having to adjust its management uh, and trying to figure out what mm-hmm. its relationship is to its workforce it's always been uh, a organization that has tried to that, that sort of base itself on a university social structure where hey everybody knows what everyone else is doing you're, you're by all means mm. uh, have comments free speech discuss what what you think people are doing right what think, things are people doing, uh, are doing wrong and we're starting to see the fir- i think in 2021 particularly 2020 2021 started to see that this is maybe not the best culture for just a company that needs to get things done fast that if you're going to have an argument over whether it's okay for us to do business with this pharmaceutical pharmaceutical company like yeah but we're doing basic research for alzheimer's drugs like yeah but this company is known for jacking up the prices yeah we know but we're not in charge of pricing yeah but maybe we shouldn't be okay again maybe we can discuss this like after we finish how how to how to do this this this, this drug trial um and also just rooting out the cultural cultural problems that have been infesting all tech all really all major companies but we're talking mm. here talking about tech there was uh, uh we we're still the higher and just in 2021 hiring someone a very prominent person from facebook that had to be fi- had to be let go before he actually started when internal posts oh, that yeah, were right. very very uh, very very uh, misogynistic i think had been had been had surfaced another high high executive who'd been with the company for like three or four years was let go when he he posted this really, really pretentious and condescending piece about how, you know, I didn't, I used to hate the Jews and the Jews are like this, but I learned how to not to hate the Jews anymore. And I think I'm, I should be seen as an example of how people grow. But meanwhile, like, yeah, you hated the Jews up until, <laughs> up until recently, like, and you were in charge of my project. Why? Well, what was that all about? So oh there's my a, God, I forgot about that. Yeah. So there's so there's this is going to be an ongoing process. It's not a it's like painting a ship. It doesn't begin or end. It just simply is an ongoing process. And they seem to be kind of addressing it, but by slow degrees. Um, the but the the real heat that's coming up is they're going to continue. Speaking of things that are going to continue to affect them, regulatory and antitrust pressure. Uh, they are they. I think in 2021, the, the their major soft spots for the for for these attacks have been identified. That uh, U.S. and international governments don't like how they run the app store. They think that's mm-hmm. a monopoly. They don't like how they operate the ad business. They think that's a monopoly. Mm-hmm. Uh, their control their control over the Android platform. Remember that there was a, a court case in which it was discovered exactly the number of sweetheart deals that Google was. Uh, uh, was operating with uh, all kinds of handset manufacturers to say that, oh, no, 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 Android is available to everybody. But if you lock out every other app store, we will agree to give you these beneficial terms. And also, if you want things like Google Maps and the Google Play Store, you will agree to our terms and lock out everything that will compete with all of these different services that we're providing. Oh, dear. 
uh, and how how they how, how they're operating search uh, politicians are like saying yeah you have you have rules that says that we can't lie to our voters but we want to be able to continue to lie to our voters and that's that's a restriction of free speech and we're lawmakers so we can make it legal for illegal for you to restrict our free speech we need the power to lie to people they're still being sued by 36 state attorneys generals in the US uh, another separate lawsuit of a 14 uh, attorneys general they're being sued by uh, 30 companies controlling 200 newspapers alleging that Google has decimated the online ad market, the Department of Justice, the FTC, Congress, they've all made their intentions clear that all of this is preamble. Everything that they've been through for the past year or two is the big hammers coming down probably in 2022 of more antitrust, more anti, more regulatory action, more restrictions on how they can acquire companies and what they do with them. Uh, it's, it's only going to get worse and worse and worse. I don't know how they're going to deal with it. Speaking of having the fire underneath them, <laughs> just to offer a metaphor, um, it's also going to really be a big year for Google in augmented reality, which I know is not something that you're expecting me to segue to. But considering that Apple has been making headlines with its own little AR pet projects that it's got going on and the buzz <laughs> that it's got around that, I imagine that Google would want to get back into that uh, into that conversation that people are having around it yeah. as it once was years ago, yeah. part of the conversation. Yeah. Well, now, unfortunately, the conversation was about Google Glass. And the conversation was about, wow, what a bunch of jerks. They're putting all these spy cameras up on people's faces. It's 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 weird. So we there's another recent thing that we talked about a few weeks ago where seemingly out of nowhere, Google seemed to be publicly staffing up like hell. Uh, adding people who mm -hmm. can uh, hiring people away from Facebook, hiring away engineers from wherever they could uh, with the job listings explaining that, hey, they're working on new augmented reality hardware and an operating system. And that wasn't really even rumored before then. It makes you think that at some point, whatever analysts they have in house was looking at are, are suddenly believing that, yeah, Apple has been rumored to be developing something that they're going to be shipping next year. If we don't start at least putting a generation one hardware out there, or if we don't at least start putting out developer hardware out there, we are going to be absolutely behind. There, there's too much excitement, too much investment behind augmented reality and virtual reality that for them to be out of it. And right now, Apple seems to be seizing the high ground. Uh, it's it's. Uh, I don't. I don't know whether they're really committed to it, though, because again, it's it's weird that we haven't even heard rumblings of them doing any weird research of it. It's not like Waymo, where they're famously like been for years and years and years taking the very very slow and steady pace, doing the doing the non Elon Musk thing of saying, "Hey, we decided to make sure the damn thing is safe before we start promising anything about having self driving cars." So we're up testing there. them in the hills of San Francisco, where pedestrians run amok. <laughs> Perfect place to test these things. And by the way, the Waymo cars are definitely becoming one of those things in the background of walking around in San Francisco. It's quite wild because, you know, I live in the suburbs, but if I go into San Francisco, even for an hour, I'm automatically like just these things come whizzing by me. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like a further reminder of how much testing still needs to be done, which, by the way, uh, I think there was a headline around this like either today or yesterday Waymo was going for uh, wheelless, steering wheelless cars. 
Yeah, that's uh, speaking yeah. of uh, self-driving. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they have. So they've been they've been operating cars that are modified Jaguars, I think. Mm-hmm. And, Jaguar SUVs. Thank you very much. Uh, and so now they've they they were. I don't have my notes in front of me, but yeah, I think you're right. They're talking about how a new platform that that is more aggressively for like taxi and and commuting services that no it's this is the the implication being that no there is not going to be a person sitting in a driver's seat with hands over a steering wheel feet over pedals that this is a platform they can do they can go to the next level with um it's 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 a weird thing because they do they are definitely one of the leaders and un, but unlike Elon Musk, like Elon Musk, just the other day he said that he expects to have self driving solved in 2022, which is something he said every single year. Whatever the year is, plus one year is how long it's going to take to get to level five self driving. But now it's uh, it seems as though in 2022 they're going to be under a little bit of pressure, or it's going to be an opportunity for them to show off that no, this isn't just a test market in Arizona. This isn't just a test market in in San Francisco. We're now ready to get the approvals from various state legislatures to have uh, street trials uh, here, there, and everywhere. I, I, I won't. I won't. As uh, with every of these, each one of these companies, I'm not going to believe it until they have self-driving operating in a city that is that was founded earlier than 1850. That is going to be like the ultimate like Turing test for self-driving cars. If you can deal with Boston traffic, oh boy, <laughs> that, that, that's that's like at that point, it's like we need to destroy this technology because it is going to become it's smart enough to become self-aware and subjugate us all. Uh, but it's it's it would be exciting. I, I'm I, I like the way that they they keep doing a very very slow and sensible pace to all of this, as opposed to again, God Elon Musk. It's like just go on Twitter, look up Tesla and people complaining about their cars yeah. falling apart. Uh, you know what? Actually, don't do that because you'll <laughs> never get out of the hole. Yeah. Uh, you know, what was also really interesting just show of technology this year was the language models that Google showed off at Google I.O. And by the way, let's not forget 2020 did not have a Google I.O. There was no developers conference. So it was kind of nice to have some things to talk about <laughs> this year in 2021. <laughs> the Lambda or language model for dialogue applications and MUM. MUM, which stands for Multitask Unified Model. They promise to understand context and flow. And one specific advantage of these new models that is that Google promised they have the ability to help people even when they don't know the exact right question to ask, which as you can imagine is going to help with Google's product line exponentially in the future because that that's one of the biggest headaches yeah. right now is when the machine is not executing the command that you're asking for. And it's usually because you're not so-called inputting it the right way. Yeah. There's, there's, there's a beautiful, if I can interrupt for a sec, there's a beautiful example on the tested.com channel or the tested.com YouTube channel where Adam Savage was, there was a multi-part series because he was contracted to like create these two really, really awesome like spacesuit costumes for, uh, for the G4 channel, which is relaunching. And so right. it went. It was a great. It was a great series because they're they're awesome spacesuits. But also he got into because he's been building spacesuits and really into spacesuits for years and years and years. But he tells a story about how one of the unsolvable problems he's had for years is like the the moon boots, like the boots that like Apollo astronauts would wear. And he's, he keeps and he for years and years and years he's been like collecting photos and Google searches to find like 
snow boots or snowboarding boots or whatever, never finding the right one until finally he hit upon, uh, I think it was, uh, through a conversation with a friend that, uh, who was from like Canada that, or went one of like the really, really deep, deep North countries where about how everybody has like these over boots that they wear over their shoes that like, so that when they, when they're, when they're going out in like these minus 20 degree temperatures. And as soon as he typed in like, uh, over boots, number one response like on google search was exactly the sort of footwear he was looking for for like 10 years and that 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 explains the exact problem where when you know the exact right keyword it, google search will give you exactly what you want in a so second true. but if you but it can take years to find out what that keyword is i i had, I had the same thing when i was trying when i was making my my boba fett like metropolitan opera cosplay it's like i know the kind of sunglasses i want but i don't know how to describe them so that i can find a link to where to buy them and but once you once you find the the right description boom it's right there so with these models that they were they gave like weird demos during their their google io replacement presentation they were confusing even we had to like explain them seven times over Hello, I'm, I'm a paper airplane let's have a conversation about me being a paper airplane it's like it's like if you ever have a conversation with somebody who's like you're you're, you're thinking about going hang gliding uh but and you're just having a conversation with someone who does it like all the or, time i was thinking about going I'm, hang gliding okay true no Maybe. i know i'm bad, bad no, example I'm just... but, but i'm saying like so, so, something you uh, <laughs> Like, 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 like a better example. Like, uh, you're you kind of, you're kind of interested in like uh, getting a Mini Cooper because you think they're really really cool. Okay, yeah. And you, you, you took a ride in one. Like, as a friend had one, it was really really cool. And how long of a conversation do you have to have with somebody who's an expert in these cars to realize that? Oh well, they break. They're designed so that when they break, you have to get pull out the entire engine to fix even the simplest thing. They're garbage. Don't buy one. It's like it's it's you. You you can't you, unless you know how to unless you know how to ask the question. Hey, are these garbage? Are they easy to break? You probably won't. You maybe are not going to find that answer before you find it. Hey, wow! There's a whole bunch of Mini Coopers for only two thousand dollars. Wow, with only like twenty thousand miles. Wow, what a bargain! It's like the the idea of having a conversation about Mini Coopers and the search. The, the, the quote search engine will talk to you about this car. And when, during the course of the conversation, it's sort of figuring out what your areas of interest are and you are getting information you wouldn't have asked about until you asked an expert about it. Anyway, it's a great, great demo. Uh, it is coincidentally one of the technologies that it looks like this is the, the Tim, Dr. Tim Gembrew, who was like co-lead of ethical AI mm-hmm. at Google before she was quote fired unquote. Excuse me. Quote. She, she quote resigned. Unquote. According to Google, she she thinks she says she was fired. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, the the, the whole the whole uh, controversy was that they asked her to take her name off of a paper uh, that she had submitted, and it looks like the paper that she had submitted was talking about biases inherent in language models, exactly like this one that they were going to be announcing in three or four year, three or four months time, just exactly like this. So we don't know whether it's going to transmogrify all of search, make it better and wonderful. You can imagine how great the Google assistant will be when it can give you results without having to form the right question or the right statement. But we're going to have to find out they even, even at IO in May, they didn't say when they're releasing this or how specifically they're going to be sprinkling Mm -hmm. this into products. Just simply that, Hey, look, we've got this new model. Uh, We hope that if it's taking a year or two for it to actually be implemented, it's because they're being really, really cautious about what kind of biases does it show? What kind of problems is it going to, is it going to create for society? Uh, Stuff like that. But it's exciting. It's, it's, it's the sort of stuff that Google still does better than anybody else. Uh, They were duck, duck, go got in the news because they're 
the usage of DuckDuckGo as an alternative search engine is way, way, way up. They're pro, they're poised to make an even bigger splash next year with their own web browser. And so it's important that Google not just be better than alternative search engines, but emphatically and decisively better yeah, than other search that's engines. that's true, Andy. That's true. Um, before we take a quick little break and move on to our last bit, I just want to talk a little bit about Wear OS. Be, you know, kind of give it a little bit of acknowledgement because it's really had a rough road up until here. <laughs> um, Andy tried to buy a fossil watch this, I think it was this year. Yeah, I think so. It was, it was I like one of those. I can't like, remember. It was, it was, I, it might've been February. I remember it was one of those, Hey, we're about to release the series six. The series five is now a hundred bucks, like less than half, less than half off. And I was like, okay, for a hundred dollars, I will buy this as a fitness watch. And I, I own it. It, I have it. I haven't actually, (laughs) I didn't use it more than like three or four weeks. It's now like a library piece of technology. That's, that's that's where Wear OS is. Whereas my Galaxy Watch 4, I wear every single day, even though I work from home. Um, there's a lot of things about it that I would change, of course. And that's <laughs> some of that is on Samsung's side. The other of it is I can tell that like there's no backup mechanism for a Wear OS, at least as far as I can tell, which makes um which makes me a little dubious. <laughs> I, I would like some things to be fixed. But this is all to say that next year we're bound to find out more and maybe we're bound to finally get our pixel watch. Maybe there's, there's a lot, there's a lot of possible good news. Uh, one being that now there's serious rumors uh, better than better, better than the previous serious rumors we had two years ago, that there is going to be an actual pixel watch. This is from like uh, Rick Osterloh. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, not necessarily, not necessarily one that has a Fitbit integration, but one that is designed to compete with the uh, compete with uh, the the Apple Watch, something that will run uh, uh, Google Silicon uh, as opposed to maybe have its own Tensor uh, hardware, as opposed to being having to rely on this moribund like 1960s era tube based processors that Qualcomm has been providing for Wear OS since then. Uh, the fact that just as you said, the the Samsung uh, Samsung Gear Watch uh, is now. Uh, I don't think it would be uh, if you could correct me on this. I'm not sure if it's like you could say it's a Wear OS watch now, but they seem to be moving away from Tizen and into it being a platform for Wear OS. Yeah, because it uses I mean, you get your apps from the Play Store. But again, like the whole backup situation is still done through Samsung and all that it backs up is what's through Samsung. So, like I said, there's definitely some things that need to be figured out, but uh 2022 could be the year that I sell. I only wear a watch for a year because the last watch that I had, I wore it for. Well, I wore it for almost three years. So yeah. I, I wore my I wore my original Moto 360, and actually, I, I, the series one and the series two was my daily wear watch was for like a few years. Mm-hmm. And so I do, I've, uh, because one of the, one of the things that, one of the benefits of having spent so much damn money on the pixel six pro is that I do have like $110 in Google store credit. Right. And I'm, I'm specifically earmarking that for uh, a pixel watch. Should it appear sometime in the next six months? Okay. Okay. Well, I feel like this is a good time for us to take a quick little break. And then when we get back, we'll briefly touch into the Google graveyard get your cloaks ready. Well, it wouldn't be a year in review without taking a quick little jaunt (laughs) because 
anybody wants to jaunt through a graveyard, that's exactly what I feel like doing uh, when I walk past a bunch of tombstones. But anyway, no, no, this uh, is this is this is like we should we should get like the Sarah McLaughlin like going like that. Yeah, that really, really, whatever, really, really super sad song that uh, Turner. You know, it makes me cry picks. every time that animal like abuse commercial comes on. It's extremely sad. I don't angel. like it. It's yeah. it's very uh, manipulative. <laughs> I get yeah. it. I get it. Um, So some of the things that I guess Google killed off this year. So Project Loon, the balloons. I forgot that that was this year that they killed it off. The balloon provided internet, which those of you who might still be waiting for satellite internet out in the mountains and in the middle of nowhere probably are like, what the heck? I could have used that balloon flying (laughs) over my house. But um, it's no more. Yeah. It's buried. And let's see, this, these are the sort of like uh, moonshot ideas that I always love out of Google because it was such a beautifully crazy idea where it's like, well, people are, there are places where they, they don't have adequate uh, adequate broadband either because there's a natural disaster that's wiped out like local local uh, local resources or it's just a region that does has never had it. Like, how about if we have like a hot air, how about we have a, like a helium balloon and it'll have like its own like, <laughs> it'll have its own like a broadband base station and it'll have like artificial intelligence so that it'll keep like, it can go bitty, 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 and move to where it needs to be and stay there. And that's that's the kind of as as I it's it, it was in place for for a number of years. They actually had it operating in a, in a bunch of places where it made sense. And as I as I recall, the the origin story was that it was one of those like twenty percent twenty percent projects uh, mm-hmm. where like a, a, an employee with enough like seniority or whatever could say, "Hey, I want to I want some re- I want some time to work on this, yeah. this interesting idea," and. It made through like two or three iterations of, wow, that's a, such a stupid idea. It'll never work. Here's $100,000 to prove that it won't work. And then like, oh, it worked. Okay, well, okay. That was just like the stupid like feasibility test. Here's a half a million dollars. And this time, don't come back until you've proven that it's a stupid idea that can't possibly. Okay, fine. Look, are you are you just are you just like not being a team player? Here's a million, $1.2 million to do a pilot program. And now we'll find out that this thing doesn't win. They kept finding out that it actually works. But yeah, it was such a great idea. It's like, the, the see, the other one was like Google Cardboard was finally canceled like this year. Mm-hmm. And I always loved that idea. It was just a... a how about doing virtual uh, virtual reality as how about we just have like a piece of cardboard like that you could fold into like a holder for your phone that would hold it in front of your face at the right distance and shout out all light so that you could have things like Google expeditions, like virtual tours. And it's like, it was such a cool idea. Were you at that Google IO when they first started handing them out? I wasn't there, but yeah, so they held it like it was really hard to get one at that first like debut of the Google Cardboard. I remember I exited the keynote to like I was one of the last batch of people to get out. Um, And by the time I got out, the bins where people would pick them up were just like completely empty. (laughs) And so I didn't actually get a Google Cardboard that year. I ended up getting some like marketing promo knockoff as my first introduction to it. And um, the following year, it was a huge exhibit. I mean, you, I was, I remember being marveled that I could like move on Mars <laughs> in it. Yeah. And actually, it actually worked pretty well. Like I, I still have like a, a 
this this is this is why like when when you're basic it's it's like you're on your way to the christmas party and you didn't get something for somebody let's stop at this mm-hmm. walgreens to see what they have oh look they have a virtual reality headset for 18 dollars, and it was essentially like a plastic version of like google cardboard mm-hmm. uh, but the thing is it actually like worked like better than you would think a, pe- a hunk of cardboard would possibly work and mm-hmm. when it comes down to let's find a way to like be able to do like a virtual field trip for 12 kids like in third grade like you you can't beat like had sheets a little of cardboard button. Yeah, had a little button and everything. It was like, yeah. Um, sad, sad. Oh, also sad, by the way, I want to say the Pixel Slate. Uh, they really tried something. They really tried to make Chrome OS into a Tablet OS. And um, unfortunately, the Pixel Slate showed <laughs> that that wasn't what society was asking for. <laughs> yeah. God, we, society wasn't asking for that. So- society was asking, <laughs> why wouldn't I spend $80 less and get an iPad? <laughs> That actually 100%. works 100%. Like, it uh, actually works eight times better and has actual software. I mean, 100%. hopefully, I mean, that, that's actually that's something we didn't talk about for 2022. They, uh, uh was it last month that uh, Google quietly announced uh, released like uh, Android 12L to developers, which mm-hmm. seems to be like their first, <laughs> like they, they had they had they had some time to regroup, they all like went on, took their little vacations, they got caught up on rest, they got to know their child's names again. They said, okay eighth times the charm we're absolutely going to make android a palatable operating system for something other than a phone we mean it this time <laughs> sorry I could, <laughs> just yeah we heard we've heard it a lot this is, this is like it's it's hard it's hard to know which one will it's between the idea of wear os becoming a thing and android on tablets becoming a thing it's hard to keep your eyes in your sockets. They're rolling so hard. You, you, I, my, my eyes are rolling so hard that they're almost popping up. But you, I have to keep faith that it's a good idea. Maybe they'll actually figure it out. Maybe they'll find the car keys that they that they lost eight years maybe. ago. Maybe, maybe, or maybe that car will just sit there and rot, and the DMV will start leaving tickets. And <laughs> don't forget to pay the the fee. You gotta par- pay that no drive fee. Maybe, Can't maybe, just leave it parked on maybe, the side of the street. Maybe it's maybe it's time for these for these four kids to realize that you know what you shouldn't have dropped out of school. You shouldn't have dropped out of college. I'm glad you're enthusiastic about your band, but your band is never gonna make it. No matter how much you no matter how much you redouble your effort, no matter how much you change your look, no matter what kind of management you think you're going to get, this band is never going to make it. <sighs> Can I tell you, because this is our last episode of the year, that for Christmas I gave my husband a guitar pedal because he's been working on making music for this project and um, he needed a guitar. So he bought like this knockoff Fender off of some somebody off of Facebook Marketplace. And when he brought it home, Mona was just just wild about it. She just wanted to <laughs> play the guitar and I didn't want her to cut her little fingers. So I, I happened to have like some guitar picks that my friend just happened to send me. And <laughs> she's like sitting there stroking the guitar. And all of a sudden I had this premonition of just her in high school with the, with the garage band that I need to trade in my sports car for to get a truck so that I can help her drive around to band local band shows. 
Anyway. No, she's she's going. This is what I envisioned for myself. I guess if she's this intrigued this early on, I can I can see what's going to happen. Where you're going to have to have that conversation with her when she's like thirteen or fourteen that says that okay, you understand that you are like a thousand times better than everybody else in your band that you have a thousand times more commitment a thousand times more hours into this oh, at some point at, hard lesson at some learn, point mona young. you're gonna have to leave these people behind yeah, <laughs> and that's join such a, a hard real lesson. band yeah that's a really hard thing for, oh, for adolescents it's one of the hardest things oh my goodness it's, mona your band is like you and four pete bests and you know what you got to do when you got a pete best in your band <laughs> Uh, that feels like a good number to end on. By the way, 2021 is the year that we hit 300 episodes. Yes. And now we're at 340. So, booyah. 340. Yes. <laughs> so, you're not so we're not we're we're, we're not going to break 400 in 2022. I still think that I'm going to get a cake for 350 because that is a good like 50 plus 50. Yeah, let's do it. It's in 10 weeks. We'll do it. And it'll be it's in, in 10 episodes. And we'll be in the middle of February, so we kind of will need Cake. I have I, a feeling I that cake. cake will probably be Mona's birthday cake because her birthday oh, yes. is mid February. So, just saying. So we have that to look forward. And listeners, we we we, we extend this to you that again, if you want to buy a big old cake for absolutely, we'll give you an excuse. This is the best. <laughs> we we want this to be a community celebration. It'll be it'll uh-huh. be a Web three celebration. You can basically put uh, put a piece of cardboard on your face, pretend it's augmented reality. We won't ask you to buy an NFT though. Exactly. No, well, we're 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 better than that. We the cake is real. That's not a lie. No, but see, but the, <laughs> see, but this will be genuine because we will like we will we promise that we will have our eyes closed too, so we will all be seeing the exact same view. So it's almost as if like we're all in a room with no lights and no windows, eating cake. <laughs> and all it cost Everyone, you have lights was on a twenty dollar cake. Well, no, we no, do no. have lights on. Well, for for the for for the virtual for the Web three element of the okay. celebration. We, right. we got we got we got ten weeks to to work out the details details, details. okay God ten weeks well guys I guess we'll see you next year at this point yes um if you Andy are you doing radio this week no I have we we are we are in repeats this week it's weird I this, this this is the this is the only like podcast the only like speaking into a microphone I'm doing all week long and I, I think I think you might have been able to tell because like I have not shaved and like five days usually like the last day i shave is usually like a friday or a saturday and then i shave again Andy, for I would tuesday never bring show. that up but because but yeah, you did is, i did this, notice yes exactly i would never bring it up to you but because you said it i will tell you that i did notice that you were having a week to yourself and i love that for you it's no again i i I have no apologies, but I do, I do acknowledge this was, see, this was not just a no shaving week. This is one of the, this is one of the weeks where I'm sure a lot of listeners are having the exact same week as that week between Christmas and New Year's, you know, and the, the, between like going off work and having to go back on work. It's goodness. It's, it's, it's the, I, I noticed today that today was uh, the day where getting, dre- getting dressed up all fancy indicates that I'm going to tuck my pajama bottoms into my socks so that when I put the pants on and go next door to pick up my takeout burger, you won't see the pajamas like sticking out below my pants. That's getting, that's that's the fancy getting dressed up of like uh, December 29th. For me, it's socks over the leggings. Completely understand. (laughs) 
Uh, well, everybody, if you would like to know some more information about us, we have a website, relay.fm slash material to find out more. You can also find show notes and past show notes as you need. You can find links to my website, Andy's website. Um, and you can also find links to find out how to become a member of the Relay FM network, which comes with so- with its own perks, mm. including bonus episodes from us, more to come in 2022. We want to thank everybody for listening this year. We really appreciate you being listeners of the show. Uh, We really look forward to just exploring Google next year with all of you. So hang tight. It's going to be a lot of fun. We won't be able to do it virtually through cardboard, but we can, we can take this virtual trip together and flow. Thank thank you for being my podcast partner for another year. It's always every week. It's every week. It's one of the highlights of my week. And I, I very much appreciate you for that. Thank you, Andy. And I appreciate you always putting the show notes together every week and being here and listening to my before we podcast rants and my after we (laughs) podcast rants, because we got to get warmed up before we can do the podcast, which means me laying all of my emotional baggage onto you. Only Andy's only, a good friend, everyone. Exactly. <laughs> I just no. want you all to know. <laughs> it's 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 like only only those of us who are like you know who are journalists who work out of a home office can understand certain things, and so it's mm-hmm. it's good to be able to say things to not having to give twenty minutes of backstory to a friend who means well but can only nod and say I have no idea why this person mm-hmm. thinks this is an issue because if mm-hmm. if all I had to do was have an hour long phone conversation with somebody who wants to send me a free laptop, I would be over the moon. Like you don't <laughs> understand. <laughs> it's not a good laptop. It's not an important laptop. You have absolutely no need to write about this. However, you did take the meeting. So you have to like find something interesting about this. And then they're going to hound you for days and days, not to have the laptop returned, but to make sure that your review is coming on track as though Andy, they have hired you to write Not this. feeling comfortable right now. <laughs> exactly. I'm sorry. Real. I'm sorry. <laughs> We'll see you next year, everyone. Be safe, be happy, and happy new year. Happy new year.